hello, you're listening to Viola Strepsata Volterine, and this is Obedient Love. So, someone posted a request that I speak more about service. By service, I think what is meant is the way in which a submissive can make himself useful. I started to write a long podcast about the ways in which you can serve, but it occurred to me quickly that what I should address first and foremost is the philosophy, at least in my mind, behind service. I am a studied Shaiva witch. Now, in Shaivism, as well as in all Hindu religion, and even among Sikhs, there is a concept called seva. Seva, in simple terms, means selfless service. The purpose of seva is to get the ego out of the way of obstructing the heart. It removes the self-centeredness in showing love, respect, or admiration for another. In capitalist society, it is especially common to expect human interaction to be transactional. I perform a task, and I'm paid for the task. I do something nice for you, and you pay me back somehow down the line. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. If I do the thing, I get the reward. Later, I'll argue that these are in fact patriarchal constructs, which presuppose that we humans are selfish beings. I'm of the opinion that we are by nature cooperative, and are trained to be selfish, and that we then have to deprogram ourselves from this transactional kind of thinking. Seva shows us that service is the reward. Seva, selfless service, done without any expectation of getting anything in return, opens the heart. And, if you want to talk in a religious sense, it brings us closer to the divine. Seva is at the core a spiritual experience. It uplifts us in a way that status, success, rewards, and even pride cannot. Even incredibly generous people can use giving and service as a badge of honor or a bragging point at times. The point of service is simply to serve. Full stop. But getting your ego out of the way of that can be a challenge. Serving your mistress with the expectation of praise or playtime or any other reward is not selfless service. That's a transaction. To me, it's far less valuable than seva. And like any good guru, in giving you opportunities to perform your karma, the actions of seva, your mistress is helping you to become a better person and giving you a chance to experience the heart unencumbered by ego. That is a rare gift which you should cherish. And that is my philosophy of service. Just a note here to dominance, it is important that you not abuse your sub when giving him opportunities to practice selfless service. Do not push him so hard or so far that the benefits of his service are diminished or destroyed and his heart closes back up. You must take responsibility for monitoring that line and not overstepping it. At the same time, you never need feel guilty about telling your sub to do a difficult or unpleasant task, as the point of service is in doing what is needed. Service is a broad topic, so I'm going to break it down into three realms which correlate with another topic that I've been interested in of late, and that is the three realms where women have been held back. 
These three areas where a sub can be of service are in the home, in the streets, that is, in your day-to-day interactions with women you encounter, and finally, what I'll call the system, that being areas of broader influence, like politics and policies that affect women. Let's start in the home, since that's where many of you feel most comfortable expressing your submission through service. If you came to me through the avenue of kink, sexual service is probably going to be at the top of your mind. And that's okay. Newsflash, when properly motivated, most women really enjoy and crave sexual expression. To serve a woman sexually, there are two key things you need to know. You need to have a deep understanding of sex and sexuality, and therefore you must educate yourself on things like anatomy, hormonal fluctuations, and other physical stuff like lubrication, natural phases of the sexual life cycle. In short, you need to know how to find the clitoris, as many women joke men cannot. But you also need to know how it works and how other factors play a role. You also need to understand psychological factors because chances are if your partner has had sexual experiences, some of them were bad and some may have even been abusive. Statistically, this is very likely. That's something you'll need to navigate. Sex education is key to being of service in this way. There's a new series on Netflix called Sex Explained, which helps fill in some of the gaps you may have in your knowledge. That's a good start. So make yourself an expert. The second thing you need to know is all about agency, otherwise known as free will. Women have often been denied agency, and especially in the realm of sex. Typically, sex has been conditioned into us as something a man wants, and a woman gives. It is something taken from us rather than given to us. Centering her pleasure is key to serving her, but also allowing her to initiate and control any kind of sexual activity. This is going to take communication because that doesn't always mean being soft and gentle either. It's as individual as the particular shape of her face and the sound of her voice. Through asking questions and observing what pleases her, you will be able to tailor your service to fit the woman you serve. After making yourself an expert on sex, make yourself an expert on her. Sometimes chastity will help in changing the focus from your pleasure to hers. If you find incompatibility in your libidos and yours is stronger than hers, then try out chastity as a way to learn that your pleasure is a gift from your mistress and not an inevitable outcome of the service of sex. I do an entire section of sex ed in my FLR course for men and I will continue to give you tips on specific aspects in other articles and podcasts as well. Let's move on to other kinds of service at home. Personal service includes things like massage, pedicures, running her bath, shaving her legs, preparing her breakfast, and pampering her on a regular basis. A lot of men will reserve this behavior for birthdays and Valentine's Days. In a DS household, pampering should just be expected as a regular part of everyday service. I get a nightly foot rub from Drum as we watch a movie together, 
and my Robbie is in charge of dyeing my hair, getting my breakfast ready, those sorts of things. Domestic service is another important aspect of service, and this can be as formal or as informal as your mistress wants. It could just be that you have a list of chores to do each week, and it's up to you how and when to get those done. Or your mistress may want specific things done in a certain way, at a certain time, in a certain order. Ask her for a list and any special instructions. If she shows you how to do something, pay attention. I like my bed made in a very particular way. If the sheets aren't tucked in at the foot and the blankets and sheets smooth perfectly and layered in the right order, then I would have to stop before bed and redo the whole thing, which would annoy me and my boys would get demerits. In our household, we work on a demerit system, with each slave carrying a small notebook to keep track of what they will be punished for each week. Remember to do everything her way, not the way you think is best. If it's not done to her satisfaction, she may end up redoing the task herself, which completely defeats the point. Note to dominance here, if he does something poorly, make him redo it as many times as needed until he gets it right. Watching and giving instructions the first couple of times will save you a lot of headaches down the line. This is why they call it training. Subs, if she does not have a specific way of wanting you to perform a task and just wants you to get it done, then it's going to be up to you to fill in any gaps in your knowledge ask your mistress or use the internet. YouTube has a ton of videos on how to do household chores. And there's one particular channel by a woman called Alyssa Maker, who has invaluable knowledge on cleaning. I'll put the link in the description. Don't just assume. I once had a sub who was told to clean the bathroom and I just left him to it. When one of my friends walked in, she saw him wiping everything down with wads of toilet paper. She laughed at him and then came to tell me. He then had to get some formal instruction on proper tools and cleaning techniques. Some men were just never taught this stuff and they need to learn. Subs, don't be caught doing things badly. Make an effort and do a little research if you're not sure. Also remember that she is your mistress and not your mom, unless that's your kink, of course. You are not a child, but you are a fully capable adult who has chosen this role of serving. Don't grumble if told to do a task and don't do it half-assed. Don't complain. Complaining is a clear way of saying you don't like doing as you're told or you resent having to please her. It creates a tension inside your mistress. It could even hurt her feelings and make her question if she made the right choice in allowing you to serve her in the first place. Get that ego out of the way. Nothing is more pleasant for me than hearing yes, ma'am, with no trace of resentment and no trace of resistance. Remember, the point of service is to open the heart and learn selflessness. Making her feel bad for telling you to serve her is counterproductive. If you find yourself resenting or grumbling, consider that maybe you've taken on too much. Perhaps it's a bad balance between your work and your service to your mistress, for example, and you feel overwhelmed. Communicate this before you start bitching when she tells you to do something. Complaining can be a passive-aggressive way of dealing with feelings of being stretched too thin. 
Instead, be a grown-up and make adjustments to whatever else is sucking away your energy, or simply talk about it and work out a better arrangement with your mistress. And here's something that submissives may be afraid to do, but should do. Ask for tasks. Ask for a list of ways in which you can please your mistress on a regular basis. I have a specific errand that I have one part-time sub do for me each and every time he's coming to visit my home, for example. Whether you serve daily or occasionally, ask if there's something she would like you to do on a regular basis that will make her happy. Also, use your powers of observation and do something if you see it needs doing. Take out the garbage before it's totally full. Wipe the drips of coffee or crumbs off the kitchen counter. Replace the toilet paper roll as soon as you see it's empty and make sure there's a spare handy. Look around. If you notice it, she'll likely notice it too. Don't wait for someone else to do it. Take it as an opportunity to make your mistress's life better. Find out what household tasks she just doesn't like doing and do them. Since moving into Cathex's house, I haven't had to do my own laundry or dishes. I don't clean the floors or scrub toilets. If I do have to sweep or scrub, it's well established that someone is getting demerits. If I do find myself cleaning anything, it's because I like doing it and it helps me de-stress. It's always smart to ask, may I do that for you? If you see your mistress doing a chore, but if she says no, it could be that she's actually getting something out of doing it. So don't feel as if you are not fulfilling your role. If she's cooking a meal, for example, she may just like to cook. And here's another note for the dominants who are listening. Be clear. If you find yourself doing a task with resentment because your sub didn't do it or he did a bad job, stop. It's time for firm discipline and not passive-aggressive grumbling. Tell him exactly what you want and how you want it done and punish him if he gets it wrong. You get what you allow. Demand, don't grumble. Don't do a thing you don't want to do. Only do the household chores you actually enjoy doing and never feel you shouldn't do a task if you want to do it just because you have a sub. It's your house, your rules. Do not overload your subs with more than they can handle, but also don't do a task that you hate. And how each woman's household is run is going to be unique. There may be formal protocols around the house about what you wear and how you behave while serving or performing a task. Robbie has to be plugged at all times while cleaning, for example, and when my daughter isn't around, both boys will wear their collar. On the other hand, you may look like an ordinary couple except for the fact that she's sitting and relaxing while you're running the vacuum. I think I've covered the domestic stuff pretty well. Now what about the other two realms? I'm going to break this podcast into two parts because I have a lot to say in regard to how you can serve in the street and in the system. And I don't want to overextend your attention span here. So I'll leave you with a little poem that I've recently written and then come back with part two of my talk on service in the next episode. I know you can hear it now, faintly in the distance. I'll be the drummer, just follow that sound. March, my soldiers, march to the queen. My bees, my insects, fly to my side, gather around. 
the matriarch of your own freedom, freedom that lies in servitude. I will lead you. I will show you where to go. I will tell you what to do when you arrive. Take off your clothes. Stand naked before me. Hide nothing. Hold no expectations. Your vulnerability encourages mercy and my sadism. Your sins will be beaten away, so sweet the metallic taste of blood I'll drain you of the liquid weight of privilege. Strip you down, open you up, fill you up again with reverence, with humility. On your knees, tears in your eyes, I will deliver you from a world built before us, not for us. You need direction and I hold the blueprint for what is coming. Hold on tight and I will keep you, navigate and drive you. I know you hear it, coming closer, every day. I'll be the drummer, just march my way. Step over the stones and bodies of the dead, ideas that failed and injured and wept and bled. My witchery weaves threads through you, through holes you had forgotten or never discovered or suspected but never understood. My voice ties knots to the rhythm of the beating of your heart, to the fall of the lace that makes you wince, that makes you wet, that makes you moan and squirm and scream. I'll mark the pain on the surface and give you back your humanity. Then you will bow, you will obey, and you will find relief more flesh now than machine, more lovingly abused by love than used by the greed of those who hoard no dignity in feeding them. Find transcendence here. Hear the beat of my drum. Come near. <laughs>